Hello, children. What the fuck are you doing listening to this? Get into bed so we can start the fucking podcast. It's Friday. It's good. It's the Good Friday Podcast. I'm cooling down. Start it. Go. <laughs> I'm going to record what Darren does during this um, intro music to get himself pumped up because at the moment it's, it is quarter past ten in the morning and this is very early for Darren, apparently. Um, just at the moment. Just because I'm doing night shifts. This is sta- night shifts? Oh, yeah. Night shifts? You call f- finishing half eleven a night shift? Shut the fuck oh, I'm up. sorry. Is the sun shining at that time? <laughs> It's not a fucking night shift. There's people that are Stephen working hard. Stephen Fry here telling me that technically half eleven is like fucking the break of dawn. You don't hear any roosters or anything at that time, do you? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Episode twelve, ladies and gentlemen. You, thank you so much for coming back. What the fuck is wrong with you to be listening to twelve of these? Um, we don't even listen to twelve of these. <laughs> I'm not even Irish, but demographically it seems to work. So fuck it. Let's not rock. The we boat. like the name, the Good Friday podcast. <laughs> yeah. So we. Thought what goes with the Good Friday podcast and, apart from us? And then I spent six months working on an accent. <laughs> and that's what happened. <laughs> so episode 12. Just going to recap on episode 11. We were talking about weddings and stuff. Now, I know oh, you were yeah. telling me that you didn't uh, go to too many English weddings. So yeah. you didn't know too much about what was going on. I was talking to a girl, a friend of mine, who's actually been to a couple of English weddings. What and girl? she was saying to me that it's pure, pure, like, fucking off the wall shit. Because she said she went there and it was an open bar, which means that she got the drunkest part. She was, got the most fucked out of it. Like, <laughs> okay. She was the most wasted coming out of it. But the thing ended at, like, half twelve. Everybody was going home at half twelve. Like that's ridiculous. If you if if I was at an if I was at a wedding and a half twelve people started filing out of the room, I'd be like, "Is there what, what happened? Was there did a bomb go off? Like or no, we're just civilized people. We enjoy going home, waking up the next day, feeling fine, having a cuppa, and cracking on with our day." Jesus Christ! It sounds like a fucking prison. How do you feel when you go to bed at two o'clock in the morning? And wake up the next I day. don't have a choice. I'm a shit sleeper. We've covered this already. <laughs> I don't have a choice. I went to bed at five o'clock yesterday morning, or this morning. And you say you were sleeping. I, <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Throughout this podcast, I'm going to be trying to dip Darren in shit. I'm trying my hardest to try and get him to talk about his... I'm really um, sorry about the, the topic that I picked now. This current well. affairs. Darren- no, no, stop, okay. stop, okay. stop, stop. Okay. Okay. Pull back. Okay. Pull back for the time being. Okay. Right? Okay, so, no, just to say that, and apparently it was an ancient tradition that they did use to burn tires and stuff outside houses. <laughs> I love how you're trying to change the subject. <laughs> Going back to, because t- we're not on the actual topic yet, that's why. But let's get to it, let's talk about what no. we're going to talk about this week. No, 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 no Darren is squirming so hard in his seat right now, he doesn't want to talk about what, we're actually, what is actually on the table. Come on, Darren, put your cards out, come on. What are we talking about this week? All right, I have an intro to this, actually, as well. <laughs> oh, kill me. You might want to turn down the levels a little bit when I do this, because I have to uh, sing the intro. Oh, my God. Do you want me to support? So this will be, <laughs> if you can harmonise to it. This is going to be terrible, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. This week's topic. Love it you is easy because you're beautiful. That was beautiful. 
That was fantastic, wasn't it? Oh my god, that last <laughs> note. Did your balls just disappear on that last yes, note? Yes, I will find them slowly back again. Yeah. <laughs> Down <or there. laughs> Romance is our topic this week, ladies and gentlemen. Carrying on with a theme from last week. We're talking about romance and what it means in the two countries and basically as two men were experts on this, apparently. Well, you have a girlfriend, you're holding on to her. Um, <laughs> so you must be some way yeah. And Michael ha- must be some way romantic because he's holding on to his girlfriend as well. And Darren. Her, he, she might have something to say about that, but we'll see about that. What about you, Darren? What? What about you? I'm a great observer. Shut up. All right. Um, <laughs> we will not answer. Darren's not going to answer any questions about his I'm not answering any. I, listen, come here. You've made this take a dark turn all of a sudden. This is not what I wanted to be talking about. Uh, the right. eyes are squinting, the mouth is so, so wide. So let's, let's talk about <laughs> romance, right? Let's talk about romance. Not about that we, side of it. To clarify, we're talking about romance in the past and yeah, compared through the to years. Now. Yeah, what it through means. the years, exactly that. So childhood romances, that's what I want to say to you. Bear um, in mind, our idea of childhood romance is a bit different. You are much older than me. Yeah, I am. I, I'm 104. You do feel like... I feel you feel 104, baby. What the fuck are you no. doing to me in the night? <laughs> I mean, is that you... why I can't get to sleep until five o'clock? <laughs> I'm outside your windows. <laughs> yeah. Right, so childhood romance and stuff. I, what was your first crush? Tell me, what was your first... Can you I remember? I told you last week. I told you the, the, the flower girl that was in the, my auntie's wedding and I was fixated on I know, I just you to say it again. I wanted to remind everybody that Jack was a flower girl. I, I wasn't a flower girl. I was the page boy. Page boy. I don't know why they're called page boys. Um, but anyway. And that's just a politically correct term. It you were in the dress throwing petals up at eyes. Exactly that. But that was like, I genuinely think that must be the only time I've ever fancied someone and not ever found them online. I feel like whenever I fancy someone, I just have them online. This is what like my whole, this is what I want to talk about is the fact that literally dating does not exist or even fancying someone does not exist without having everything online. Yeah. Because I mean, like now, you tell me, when was your first crush? I bet it was before. No, no, just even on that for a second. No, no, just even on that for a second. Like, I mean, it's it's a case of, yeah, yeah, as you said, as soon as you know somebody's name or know somebody who they're friends with, you can just go onto Facebook or Instagram or something and track them down and just see a lot of photos. Okay, track them down sounds so stalkerish. What? And then what? And And you said the first time I fancy someone, I couldn't get them online. It isn't. My thing is like, you know, you wouldn't be able to talk to them. First of all, they're in Ireland. That was a Mm. bit different, you know, long distance relationships and such. But like normally you'd be able to like, for example, my girlfriend's Lithuanian. When she goes home to Lithuania, I'm always messaging her on like WhatsApp because that's easy. (laughs) Yeah. But then, whereas I wasn't doing WhatsApp, I could, when I was I could seven, say something on that now, but I couldn't. I, just, go on. I don't even know what you're going to say. I, I will ruin you in two seconds on this podcast. <laughs> Bear that in mind. Bear that in mind. I have the dirt on Darren today. No, no. all right, okay. I'm in control. I, yeah, you are. In <laughs> fairness, that's what frightens me. <laughs> but go on, tell me when was your first crush? My first crush. <laughs> what was my first crush? I'm just trying to think. It was probably a play. Obviously, like it's a playground thing, and I think I think the first crush was probably. I would say we can edit out this pause. Um, I would say yeah, it was probably a, a girl I definitely went to school with. Let's say like when we were in like junior infants and stuff. <laughs> okay. Do you know what junior infants is? <laughs> junior it's infants like is the first. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so you, you go in, when, it's the first class you, you go into. Age. It's the first class you go into in Ireland in yeah, primary yeah, yeah. school. No, I understand. I yeah. understand. So. But like at that age, and I, I've worked as a drama teacher with kids that age, yeah. they will fall in love with a picture on the wall. They, like, they will fancy anything. They will, I swear to God. 
I swear to God, I, 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 it's it's fucking scary, like you know. But um, no, that, I'd say that was probably my first crush was just inside in those things. But it's it's mad to think like of how much it moves on. Yeah. Because I remember even as you go up along the way, then like you know, and you and you kind of get to the age of like we'll say maybe nine or ten and you start noticing girls a bit more mm-hmm. and uh, you got to get past that stage of when you're very young of like you know oh girls are icky and all this and that, you know <laughs> just you, make kiss chase yeah, yeah. Like, you get past all that and you get to the age of maybe you know nine ten eleven and you start noticing them a bit more yeah i'm not talking about puberty yet like no, but i'm just nine ten or eleven and you start ordering you know you start saying to yourself like you know, oh, there's girls there, and you want kind of girls to think you're cool, kind of a thing. Yeah. I remember, I swear to God, I remember one of my friends saying, and I shit you not, this happened, turned around to me before when we were young and goes, um, Led, you know, when you're like climbing on walls and you, like, you know, and you, and you get up on top of a wall and you jump off it and stuff. I think girls go mad for you when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, they fucking don't. Yeah, back when you're that age, maybe they did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just see him. He jumped off that wall. That was so cool. <laughs> I, imagine at your wedding, it's like you're saying, "I first knew I fancied him when he was on top of the wall outside my house and jumped and sprained his knee, <laughs> and I had to put a Barney sticker on him." <laughs> it's like, where the fuck does that come out of I swear to god that's when he turned around to me he said I think girls go mad for you when you do that shit (laughs) (laughs) oh they probably fucking do I'm I'm gonna put that to the test Uh, I'm gonna be climbing walls in front of a girlfriend but right tell me then right as you go up along then when you're like as I said when you're like 7, 8, 9, 10 Mm. do you know what was uh, we'll say your person what did you think of girls, what did you think romance was to girls at that age? <laughs> yeah, just living egg. I had no idea. I still have no idea. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It was like I don't know. Yeah, I, I always remember, and I don't know why I find this, but I always remember like photos of me and my brothers when we were that age, and always whenever there was like a school disco, that was the big like cool thing. Yeah, my yeah. school always used to have school discos with um, even at that age like at 9, yeah, 10 yeah so. yeah yeah okay. but we used to have school because it was an all boys school at one point we used to have um, oh, geez, those discos must have been savage <laughs> <laughs> no but they used to bring like a girls school that was nearby and they used to we used to do the school discos together and I remember photos of me just like I've got the stupidest amount of gel in my hair ever just slicked back to one side I have a comb sticking out of my pocket like yeah. I literally look like a fucking I don't even know what to say like it's, it's not a good photo and <laughs> then my brothers have exactly the same photos I feel like when you go through that age you're right you just concentrate on trying to look cool be yeah. cool and that's all you think girls will like you for but yeah. obviously now I know it's a lot deeper than that and they like you for your personality and who you actually are and Do they? you're caring Fuck, that's news to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still fired in the brill cream and fucking hoping for the best. <laughs> I'm still trying to get over that thing of like the school disco thing and the girls come in and like, because in Ireland, like for years, all it ever was was that the men would be on one side of the room and oh, the women. really awkward, yeah, yeah, And yeah. the women are the other. And I swear to God, and that's not even just the kids. The grown men and women did that oh, for a yeah. while. That's why alcohol was the greatest invention. <laughs> Irish people couldn't reproduce until <laughs> alcohol came into it because they needed to be drunk to be able to go like, how are you going? Man, how are we going, man? <laughs> like, that's what it was. I just, I just imagine if you're in an all-boys school, because I didn't go to an all-boys school, mm. but if you're in an all-boys school and then all of a sudden a busload of girls come in for a disco like it must be like a hungry Rottweiler being left off a chain yeah, or something like, like that like you know yeah, yeah, that's yeah. very 
probably not the right metaphor for it, but like, in, the, in this PC world, that's definitely not the right metaphor. But fuck it, it's there, it's out there now. Do you know the other thing that we used to have in school that I think you must have had as well was well, when Valentine's Day came around? We always used to have this thing where I'm talking like a bit later on now, I'm talking like 13, 14, 15, that kind of age. Puberty we were, just starts. That, yeah, we were allowed to buy roses. Yeah, they were like plastic roses that you could sign your name on and who it was going to. And then the, on Valentine's Day, I think it was like lunchtime, just after lunchtime, when everyone was back in their original classes, they would hand them out. And you'd, if you got roses, you'd be like considered cool. And if you didn't, I shit you not, there was like people that would send roses to themselves to make sure they looked cool. I, I, I don't doubt it. Not I, saying I, I, did I would that, definitely yeah. have to do that. But then you would know who yeah. the popular kids, the boys and girls were at school because yeah. they would have a shit ton of roses they were like plastic fake and tacky I still have one I actually I just remember was the one shit. you sent to yourself I, I didn't just sign it from myself I signed it from my friend's mum as a dig or yeah, like... as a dig I think I just realised that now I'm gonna fucking find that it literally says to Jack lots of love miss you Brenda which is my mate Joe's mum and I don't know why I did that I'm literally just thinking about that now that's actually so bad you know what he fucking hates me now let alone fucking how much he hated me then Jesus I Christ I'm just thinking that is the greatest insult because like lads oh all the time go around slagging each other's mothers they're like you know saying, oh I was with your mother and all yeah that's, that's, that's like the proper age when you're doing it yeah that's the but I'm just imagine that is the greatest thing get a valentine's card and have it be sent from your friend's I'm mother I'm surprised he kicked out of school for that because that's not fair on him come in what's going on? You just throw the card on the table just during lunchtime or something and just say tell your mother I don't want this I have plenty no. of them already that's <laughs> <laughs> so when you're 13 you're like your mum gave me sex coupons <laughs> yeah I did actually give someone a valentine's card though and that's the story so you did actually give sex coupons no, this is 13 my mum said to me oh if you fancy someone at school do you want to give them a valentine's day card and this is when like I was like oh yeah I'm cool I'll do that yeah bear in mind no one gives out Valentine's Day cards especially when you're in school because you look like a nonce yeah? Yeah. you look like such a mug yeah that didn't happen in Ireland but on. yeah th- this is you know I'm <coughs> the king of being a nonce so I run mm. around I sign this card I say to Amber I love you from your secret admirer who's the fuck I, d- I didn't even put my name because I was too scared to put my name because I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot so she sits next to me in maths class I remember this day so vividly because I got bullied afterwards yeah. so I slipped the card into a bag yeah oh i am a pi personal investigator yeah and i fully left class acted like nothing happened all nice and casual yeah bear in mind like this point at school i was like a like a jewish looking version of jonah hill i was really fat (laughs) curly hair big it was bad really really bad okay and then when she got the the card the word started to go around who it could be and i shit you not like there is 180 kids in my year and every single one of them knew that it was me like it was so fucking awkward. <laughs> i remember you know that feeling when like everyone's looking at you and you feel like you're just melting into your seat that was i i felt i just felt like i was constantly red the whole day i just felt so so bad i remember going home and crying to my mum i literally i fully said to my mum i was like why did you make me do that and she was like oh what but now she knows you like her and i was like mum she's got a boyfriend i don't know why i did that I don't, oh. I don't even know why I did that in the first place. And ironically enough, a couple of years later, the boyfriend and I ended up um, not getting on and he actually wanted to beat me up. But that's a story for another what, time. Why? Because he found out that no, it one was of my, you it was, the card. This is a, definitely another story for another time. But he made oh, me... One of my mates said to me, that's I'll send, send her a tweet, reply to one of her tweets. And I replied to one of her tweets and one of them, her boyfriend literally messaged me. He was like, delete that tweet, otherwise I'll beat you up. And I was like, uh, yes, yes, okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that's a, definitely another story for another oh, time. Oh, sorry. But sorry yeah, about my uh, shit. Sorry, I'll message your girlfriend. Let's not even go there. Have you actually ever done anything for someone for Valentine's Day? Did I? 
No. <laughs> That's my romance. No, I don't think I have. I mean, I, like, I've had shit experience with romance and stuff, but, like, in terms of, like, uh, Valentine's Day in itself, no, I've never done anything like that. Like, I mean, in Ireland, it wasn't celebrated. Like, I mean, there'd be... Again, we talked about teenage discos on this in the very first episode. And shifting. Like, I and love, shift, I love that and word. shift and shift. Love it. <laughs> Did you shift or buy? Did you? <laughs> but like, um, that was what it was. And uh, there'd be a teenage disco leading up to Valentine's Day. Mm. And like, um, this, this was this was the case. Like, um, you'd literally have the lads be again addressed. Like, I, I, this, as you said, like if you look back on all these photos, they look so shit, mm. you know. But the lads mm. are dressed up, the girls are dressed up. They go into this, they said the GAA hall and everything like that. For the first while, they're separated. Then they they come together and everything like that. And uh, that was it. You just went around. You just tried to shift as many as you could, and that was it. That's all. It, that's all we did for Valentine's Day. Unless you had an actual girlfriend, then <laughs> then you were running around shifting. Yeah, you, you were running around shifting. Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, I remember lads getting quote unquote girlfriends at like at thirteen, fourteen, and then they were turning around. They were like Valentine's Day would come up. Was like, oh, I don't know what to get her. Like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> fuck you asking me for? How would I know? Like, you know, like get her a fucking box of chocolates or a set of jump leads or fucking <laughs> set of jump leads. Set of jump leads. Oh, and need four new tires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set of windshield wipers. There. Go ahead. Get her, get her a new calf. That's what you do. Get her, get her Frisian calf. But, um, and the hard number on him. But um, no, then as you go up along, then start getting a bit older, and you start going on proper nights out looking for girls. See, this is what I I, I was talking to talk about as well. Yeah. Is I feel like you go on pro- if you go on proper nights out and you're sociable, then yeah, yeah that's a thing. Yeah, like as in getting with people you don't know. Yeah. yeah, or shifting people you don't know. Mm. I I think for me, like me and like me knowing my mates and what they're like. Obviously, I can't talk because I'm in a relationship, but it's a bit different. But like <laughs> with like some of my mates, I Go know. Go on, talk. You're keen <laughs> to ruin me. Ruin no. yourself first. Go on. <laughs> I know. I'm not even in a ruined way. But what I mean is, in like my mates, that I feel like they only use Tinder and Bumble and like what's the other one? There's like another one called uh, Oh fuck, I forgot Hitch, the name. Is the it? Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever it, it I think is. I saw yeah. an ad for it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw an ad. I don't have it on my phone. I don't. But, I swear. Oh yeah. All right. Whatever. This doesn't look good. On the internet <laughs> having said that please listen to the podcast <laughs> but yeah like, uh, without that unless you are like you're extremely sociable but like if you're not extremely sociable I wouldn't go out and be like oh that she looks nice hello love do you know what I mean I'd rather go on tinder and be like I hope she just comes up in my area do you know what I mean but that's the problem with everybody now like most people are now they're just will say they don't want to talk to anybody yeah they just they, they'd rather have met somebody on a dating app and then be talking to them for like three or four weeks exactly. and then go on a date with I them. think the older you get unless you meet someone at work mm. where else are you going to meet someone yeah like, that but then again, so like, silly this but. is the thing you never know then because most people don't give relationships a chance anymore because it's like right well the next person is only a swipe away that's what yeah, it is. Most true. people don't bother with connections and stuff anymore. I think I only know one person who's met someone off Tinder and that they've actually stayed together. Like, that's yeah. it. And that relationship is like, I think, two and like a half t- years. Tinder, deep. I don't care what anybody says. I'd love to meet the fella, who, or the fella or the woman, whoever created Tinder and just ask them because there's no way that was created for 
relationships. Like. Just yeah, no, just, it was you can't created brand for it as like a sex app, can you? It was yeah, you can't call it a sex app. It was like it created for people to meet up, have casual sex, and then move on to the next person. Yeah, that's why it's so easy to kind of swipe right. It, and left it genuinely like. is the most shallowest thing in the world. When I was yeah. like prime trying to hook up with someone, I fully had someone else in all my photos and I didn't clock it till someone said it to me and like so you know it's like please don't upload photos of you and all your mates it's like please upload a photo of yourself but like I would have a picture of me and my mate and you know coincidentally he was very attractive so like every single time girls would swipe they'd be like oh wow you look nice I'd be like I'm the fat one they're like okay bye (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you a story actually in a minute about one of my worst dates like that but um, yeah yeah you you go out on proper nights out and stuff like that so before like this is still before Tinder and all this stuff actually came into play Okay, you'd still go out and you'd like you know you'd meet girls and stuff like that the first thing was getting into nightclubs and stuff from like the age of 16, 17 and things like that you know you get in, you go around, you mean, and it, it just, it's the same kind of layout of a teenage disco, like, but it's, uh, obviously everyone's a little bit drunker, so it means everybody's a little bit more confident, a little bit looser kind of mm-hmm. thing. So they go up and they meet them. But again, it's the same thing of like, you could, sh- you could, you might have to talk to them a little bit more. Like when you go into a teenage disco, you're like, um, it's like, yeah, like your shoes. Yeah, I, I like your hair bad. And then you just shift. I and like then you don't look, face. turn around, you don't see them again. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they do most of the time. But uh, if you're in a nightclub, you might have to try and chat to them a little bit more, and like you know, and you chat to them for a few minutes, and then you shift. Or the the tried and tested method through Ireland was the thing of go up, <laughs> a lad would go up to a girl and go, "Hey, will you shift my friend?" And they go, and she looks over, she might go, "Yes, you're in." Then the friend goes over and says, yeah, she's going to shift you. Or they'll go, no. And then the friend who asked will go, okay, will you shift me? Yeah. And they'll go, yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the, re- that's the main reason most lads went over and said, right, I'll ask. Because it's like, if she says no, which she more than likely will, I'm going to ask straight away. Like, you know. <laughs> I didn't come over, like, because I wanted to shift you. I'm going over, but she know that I'm here, like, you know. That's what it was. That was the extent of it. But that kind of happened still from when you're like 16, 17, still inside yeah, nightclub yeah. and stuff. The real kind of test, I think, for all of that. And the first changes, I think, when you go to college. That's what I think it is. And college yeah, is, I think when you go, to, you know yourself, like when you go to college, all that stuff goes out the window. Yeah. It's like, um, you have to do it yourself. You have to be a bit more confident. You have to be a bit more forthcoming and stuff. Because yeah. if you're not, like, people just lose interest in you straight away. You know, yeah. and it's the same for lads and girls because if a lad's not talking to a girl, or if a lad's not going up to talk to a girl himself, mm. she's like, "Well, why the fuck am I bothering?" And if a lad goes up to a girl and talks to herself, and the girl's not really give reciprocating much back, yeah, she might like him. You know, like if she doesn't like him, right? That's that's one thing. But if she does like him and she's just nervous about how to talk and stuff like that, the lad's going to lose interest very quickly, and it's going to move on. It, and you know, as you said, it is shallow, but that's the way that people do it. So shallow, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I see what you know. you're saying. Um, dates. All right, we're going. This is, the, this is what I find so mad, is that up until about 15 years ago, yeah, go on. if you had ever said to an Irish person, like, <laughs> you know, oh, we'll go on it. Foreigners started arriving into Ireland, or like, I want to I wanna take you on it. I think you're really attractive. I want to take you on a date. And Irish women would turn around and go, fuck you on about a date not in America you know we go for a drink I'll meet you down the pub on a Saturday night out the smoking area <laughs> that's what it was and it's like a, it's like well okay can I meet you there and talk to you like, no you can't sit with me fuck off 
<laughs> all my friends will be there. I'll be having the crack. And I might see, I might have time for you. That's what it was like, you know. But uh, then, obviously, the introduction of the internet, social media, and all this other stuff meant that people had to start dating. And they had to start, you know, getting to know people and stuff like that in yeah, a more yeah. intimate kind of an environment than that. It became the new norm. Yeah, it did. It became the new norm. And I wouldn't say that Irish people are particularly good at it mm. because I think they're learning off of things like Tinder and fucking Instagram and stuff like that. I think Irish people dating is pretty much like if you watch Love Island, it's pretty much the same thing. People like coupling up, as the term is, based on fucking nothing. It's like, um, you know based on nothing and it's like you know you look at this fella and you say I, I, I always laugh in those situations when the women are there and they're like you know it's like um, oh we've got a connection and it's like uh, he's got really great chat he's got really great banter and it's like, like the edit must be really bad on this because I've not seen you have one proper conversation like you know <laughs> you're literally like why didn't somebody come out and say it properly it's like I couple up with you because you were a ride that's what it was like you know you're good looking I wanted to ride you that's what it was but that's what Irish people are like immediately they're like oh there was no spark there it's like I didn't want to touch him that's what it meant like you know that's what they are but, um, are you saying Irish people are shallow I'm saying Irish people are shit at dating I'm not saying they're shallow everybody's shallow mm. it's not exclusive to Ireland everybody's shallow not English people Irish, uh, English people are inherently <laughs> shallow <laughs> inherently shallow when did you st- when did you start it? When did you like? I mean, properly like whining and dining and all this shite. Whining and dining and all this shite. Like genuinely, I shit you not. The first proper date I went on was with my current girlfriend. Like as in, like proper, actually go out on a date. Like okay. as in, like for like a first date. Otherwise, the other times I've met people, it's either been at parties or I've met yeah. them through someone else, and like I haven't been out with my sole purpose being to go out with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's always been like, oh, hey, this is my friend. It's not always been like that. It was like one time. And then the other time was just at university and it was like, I was at university. That, that, do you know what I mean? There was no, mm. there was no ever proper date, no. if that makes sense. Yeah, I do. I get you. I can't even think like if I ever went on a, like a Tinder date or anything once. I think I went on one Tinder date and mm. that was... That was a really weird story, but the, I, I was basically out that night and the girl told me she's out that night mm. as well. And she was like, oh, it would be cool to see you. And I said, yeah, no, nice. Then she messaged me. I was like, what's your number? I gave her my number. That was like earlier on in the day, sorry. But then like when she said she was out, she goes, oh, I'm, I've just got in a car with one of my friends. I, 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 one of my friends who I know through a friend, he said he'll drop me home. Then I get a phone call from her being like, he's not dropping me home. He's taking me to his house. I'm actually really scared. Da, 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 da. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was out with Andy. You know, Andy. Yeah. And me and Andy was like, Andy, this is really strange. I don't know what's going on. I was like, I don't know if she's having a son or we're <laughs> about to get fucking like mugged. And then like I rang her and was like, what's up? Is everything all right? And she was like, no, genuinely, I need some help. I was like, she goes, I, I, you're the only person that is still out. All my friends went home and they left me there and I was like well what are you are you an asshole or something why do they leave you but then she was like no because they live somewhere else whatever she gave me the whole lowdown and she was like genuinely he's taking me to his house um, like she thinks she's fine but she just feels really uncomfortable and I was like alright fine where are you she texted me the address me and Andy ran there bear in mind we both had like kebabs in our hands so we were like spooning <laughs> kebabs in our mouth while we were running down the road the stereotypical t- view of a hero uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we took an Uber got outside her place and we said oh hey we're outside I just, I, I'm sorry to interrupt the story I just imagined you and Andy running down the road with kebabs in her hand with like the Baywatch theme <laughs> ah, they 
<laughs> chicken and kebab flying everywhere just like chips falling out go on and then and then yeah we got outside her place and we were like hey we're outside and she was like and then she was like hey can you like knock on the door or something and we were like I thought I'd definitely I said Andy I feel like we were about to get mugged and when we knocked on the door he came and answered it and she ran out and I was like what the fuck is that and he was like where are you going where are you going and all this stuff she was like who the fuck is that your boyfriend and I was like well, okay this is a bit weird and we ended up speaking and then I dropped her home that was it Yeah. I was like this is so strange that was like the only only ever interaction I've had on Tinder like that was I, I, I literally just do not use them I still have them on my phone I've told my girlfriend this as well I don't know why I still have them on my phone I've, actually no ironically enough I think I've deleted them I'm going to check right now oh lovely and I'll just fill the dead air oh, well, that's I fantastic have Thank I have you. deleted them you, you have, have deleted, deleted them. them yeah just, just, okay. to, just to fill you in that's great right Michael don't think that I haven't turned the tables on you at some point now as well okay what's the story when did you start dating my first girlfriend yeah bull fucking no, man. shit Nando's <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know how it worked. Such an English so. thing, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Just and, it. And, and it worked, obviously. Let's get chicken and shit. Yeah, for like, that we went out for like a solid two months. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant that it was your current one, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what did you do for her? The current one? Yeah. yeah Nando's as well. Just uh, no, that one, she met me at a gig, so... Oh. Oh, she, oh, right, I was going to use the term groupie, but I better not. <laughs> what? See, I told you, people meet people at work. Yeah, you yeah. meet people at work. We're, there you go. We are, like, ironically enough, like, in an all right industry to be meeting people at work. Like, I mean, even my... I never met anybody stuff. at work. Well, I met my girlfriend at work, didn't I? Yes, but you like, did. But, like, even then, you meet people, like... I say that sarcastically, because I thought you were going to ruin me there. Oh, yeah, right, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Let, let's just go back. Can you repeat that for me? Say that again, Darren. <laughs> I've never met anyone at work. ha. <laughs> That's a lie, Darren. Would you like to fill the audience in? Um, or shall I? No, I don't, I don't want to fill them in. No, I don't. Yeah. No. Should we'll, we talk about which ones you've met at work? Yeah, there's been a few. Um, no, I better not. I better not. It, it really doesn't come off well for Any me. Any of Darren's Irish mates, you need to come get, get him from over here. He's being a hoe. I think some of them know already, to be honest with you. He's being a hoe. Is that even a statement you can say? I'm being, I'm being a whore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm He's on the, being I'm on the run of promiscuous. my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't even know what to say. That's a warning to any others that are, are coming your way. I don't think any of them listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we move. i tell you about it. Go from that to the worst date that I ever had, right? Now, I have never, ever told anybody this story, but no. I said, fuck it, I'm going to tell it this now, right? I did originally join this dating fucking app type thing um this has happened about a year ago and i drove up to uh, a little pub outside dublin just outside the city and um met this girl and it seemed straight away when she came in that she was pissed off and i went okay she was a sat down anyway hello how are you doing all that kind of thing no, no, I didn't. Well, I didn't intend to, but this just let me go oh, along this way. Okay. She turned around to me and she said, genuinely, balls the size of space hoppers. She just turned around to me. I said, are you all right? She goes, um, not really. And I went, why? She says, I'm just a bit disappointed. I said, why? What's wrong? And she goes, you look a lot heavier in real life than you do in your pictures. I swear to fuck that's what she said straight to my face. And I literally was like... I could feel my dick shoot back up inside my stomach. 
I was like, oh, I don't know what's the worst image. I actually. was like, I don't know what's the worst image. I was like, well, I am not getting to touch her then, if that's the case. Like, and I was like, I, I oh. genuinely, because I'd never done that kind of thing before, so I didn't tell anybody I was doing it, and hence why I haven't told anybody since. And when uh, it was just really, really awkward, I just went like, uh, oh, cheers, yeah, sorry about that. I was like, um. <laughs> I tell you, I, just, I apologized for some reason. Oh, you should have fucking like, come back for um, something. Sorry about that. I was like, but sure. And then I felt so bad that when the menus came down, I ordered a salad while she sat there <laughs> eating a fucking burger in front of me. It's like, why? Thinking back, I was like, why the fuck did I do that? I can't believe you actually continued the date. I would have said to her, oh, I see you later, love. I should have. This is the thing. I wasn't confident enough in those situations yet to turn around and yet. just tell her. You know now you'd be yeah, like, I know. Here, if I had that time again with her, I would have been like, you can fuck right up, you thunder <laughs> cunt. But, you know, but, I would have, but this is the thing. That's not even the worst bit right do you know who turned up and I don't know if you know the Irish program Fair City no, no. Is it but like it's, it's, like a, it's like a soap opera it's yeah, like yeah. Irish EastEnders kind of okay. thing right who turned up to, uh, was in the pub was Bella from Fair City okay now Irish people who know who I'm talking about there that cunt Bella from Fair City cock blocked me eventually because he came in and your mum was like oh my god that's Bella from Fair City and I was just like fuck you on about it and then I turned around and it was him standing at the bar she's like I'll be back in a few minutes and she disappeared for like 15 minutes fucking talking to him and I was <laughs> sat there like the fuck and then after all I just started picking the chips off her plate because I was like <laughs> fuck this like you know I was like I couldn't eat any more fucking rabbit food like, did you, you know? pay for the meal Yes, I did. I think. Oh, yeah, you, are. you, you, you need a. a I know. I, this is this thing. I was so fucking experienced. With. I remember coming away out of it. Horrendous. And afterwards, just saying to myself, then like, um, <laughs> I didn't want to. I remember thinking to myself, I really wanted dessert here, but I was like, but I'm not asked for dessert since she called me fat at the start of this. Jesus and I remember I, this was the whole thing. It ruined it. Like you know. So first I got called fat. Then I had to eat food I didn't like. Then Bella from Fair City cock blocked me. Do you, you don't know who Bella from Fair City is? Not in the slightest. He used to smuggle diesel for the IRA. Oh, good on him. Yeah, me did. <laughs> Podcast disclaimer: that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then what we call it when we were leaving the building? Then we were going out of the restaurant. And I was getting back into my car and stuff. I, I was going. Um, Do you need a lift anywhere? And uh, just like being nice about it. And she goes, um, No. And I went. Uh, all right, yeah, sure. Um, look, nice meeting you. For some reason, I said that. So, nice meeting you. Sure, I'll 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 leave you off there now. And she goes, yeah, okay, bye. And fucked off down the road. And I remember thinking to myself, run over. Gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. I was in the car. I was like, I could fucking run her over here, and I might not get caught. But I was like, you know, I was like, this is. The, I, I I deleted my profile straight away. Then when oh, I got back man. into the car off that website, and I was like, I'm not fucking ever doing this again. I will play the world's tiniest violin for you. Do not worry. No, but I was just saying that was my worst experience with that. Like, you know, Can we what? had a sound effect. There's like a group of people going, ah. Uh... Yeah, no worries. I'll find it. <laughs> find it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. Our sound. Our sound. We've sorted of the week. Darren's right. romance worries, and we've listened to this as therapy for long enough now. We mm. actually have a structure for this week's podcast, and we are on. You can always say this better than me. How's it go? Sure, 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 sure. What you know about it? Yeah, it's getting borderline racist, you pronouncing that. Sure, what you know about Sure, what would you know about it? Yeah, that makes no sense. No <laughs> sense at all. Sure, what would you know about it? Sure, That's what would it. you know about it? It's a, the welcomed return, I think, because we, we haven't done this We haven't spoken about it for a little while. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Have you got a good topic this week? I do. Have Enlighten you? Enlighten me. 
I mine is yeah. I, I, mine got kind of wrecked by my girlfriend earlier on, but yeah. I mean, I'll try. No, I want to hear it because I've talked okay. for long enough. That <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about ailed. Ale. A- ailed. A- a- I can't pronounce it. A- ale. Yes. A l e. Yeah. Ale. Okay. I was trying to add an s to it, but it didn't fucking <laughs> right, work. Go on. I initially, yeah. I initially said this really goes back to our bar scene, yeah, because what we are. Yeah. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong. Ales are not a big thing anywhere else. Apart from like England, and I think they're quite big in Wales. Yeah, and, and like Scottish, not really. They're mainly like lager drinkers, um, but they're not a big thing in Ireland at all, are they? I mean, I know technically speaking, uh, Guinness is a stout, which comes yeah. over that like ale family, I believe. I think isn't no. it? Ale family, is it not? No, I think oh, no, you're looking Michael at Michael. You have two barmen uh, in yeah. here. <laughs> I thought, the ale. I thought it was like just a version of okay, anyway, no, anyway no, no, ignore no. me but yeah so basically I'm talking about ales because I mean the amount of people that are, when I used to run a pub that was in Sea Green which is like a town the, uh, like really small like village even not a town ale was fucking flying off the shelves no one used to drink lager it was nuts and it's such an old man's English thing like now we've had the rise of like IPAs and stuff like that but that's what I think you get everywhere like even like my girlfriend she was like oh we get ales in Lithuania oh we get there's ales in Germany there's ales in Poland but I think they're more like Ippers IPAs and like stuff like that they're a lot more crafty hoppy that way I think the ales that I'm talking about is like your traditional like English like the Hobgoblin the Goshen yeah we we don't have that definitely in Ireland we don't have those like I know, yeah, typical English countries. Do you have hand pumps is what I'm trying to say. Is hand it, pump? No, 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 no. Everything's no. on tap, isn't it? Hand pump means a different thing in Ireland. Go on. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, okay, that's an awkward. Go on. <laughs> you wouldn't but go yeah. into a pub and ask for a hand pump. Not in public, anyway. You might get it out the back. Okay, <laughs> well, okay. So, t- talking about the... Oh, my God. If you go out the back of a pub and ask for a hand pump, it means something completely <laughs> different. Go on. Do you offer that service where you work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs in your flat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I but hope yeah, my boss back. never listens to this. I, I went back to why they're so big in England, and I, it's a really boring fact for you. But apparently, medieval times, apparently they were created in England. They are like notorious in England. It's because they basically wanted people like medieval humans, English mm. people, to be consuming more calories. So they just stuck a fuck ton of calories in them. So like yeah. that's what they're traditionally for is like a, a drink that enables you to add extra weight, which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. But now we drink them as everyday, I don't know, everyday business. They're like they were medicine for people who needed to put on weight. Basically. Yeah, essentially that's how they started because there's a, like oh, the hops in them is to enable people to consume extra calories and stay fuller for longer, which makes no mm. sense. And why is it alcoholic? I have no idea. Medieval people want to just get medieval. Medieval people just want to get fucked up. Yeah, but everything in medieval times, I think, had alcohol in it. The chicken had fucking alcohol. In it. <laughs> the chicken was wasted all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, it, my topic is a bit more like you know something that I'm not too sure you have so that's why I wanted to kind of bring it up we have one ale in, in well we've more than one but we've one major ale we'll say in Ireland that everybody yeah. drinks which is Smithix isn't that like Smith- a smooth pour yeah it is it's a smooth pour it's yeah. not coming from a hand pump but that's the only ale that people drink but when you talk about people yeah, drinking yeah, ales yeah. off I the shelves I mean more like the stuff, hand pump stuff like that my, kind of stuff. Uh, no yeah we don't have that now in fairness I don't think I, there's any See, it's pump. really strange I don't know why, why I don't know what so it is either here. like I mean I had to get used to it when I started coming over here first and working in pubs it was like the, the pressurised keg and yeah, the, the hand yeah. pump keg that's now crazy. look I suppose there wasn't much to it because I'd been in it for a long time anyway yeah. but, oh, um, look, at, look at me I'm so good at my job <laughs> you hired me <laughs> what do you call it? I was desperate um, <laughs> yeah you did yeah. <laughs> but, um, no but when you're talking about people drinking large bottles of ale off the, off the shelf and stuff like that mm. that's all anybody 
in Ballangarry in my home village usually did in my in the local pub mm-hmm. uh, was that they go in and they drink large bottles of Smithwick's off the shelf or from the cooler one or the other and like that was that was specific to Ballangarry but at the same time like it was up and down the country if you go up north up to Cavan and stuff like can I get a large bottle of Smithwick's from the cooler that's what they talk like that's what I got that's what they talk like seriously there's a friend of mine Connor White who loves that impression he can do it <laughs> come in in the denim jeans and the brill cream <laughs> the brown belt Nathan Carter on the speakers and a large bottle of Smithwick's in front of me from the cooler <laughs> that's what they do <laughs> um, so that's yeah ale, that was the only one we had but like you have all these fucking mad oh, ones oh everyone's yeah, they've yeah. Got, they, they bring out new ones literally every single week just because they're, they're having fun but when I think nuts. of like stereotype of the English countryside it is or an English countryside pub it's it is ales, like yeah. everybody in there drinking fucking pints of ale yeah it's nuts you know? yeah so yeah, yeah. That's, that's my uh, that's my uh, sure what you know about it it's a terrible pronunciation my sure what would you know about it um, it's a little kind of keeping along the countryside theme but it's the national ploughing championships <laughs> that's what life. we have in Ireland and Michael's even pissed himself when I said that as well <laughs> so in Ireland we call it the plough match right the ploughing match and it happens every September and it basically people every farmer in the country flocks to this one small area of rural landscape in one county and this thing takes over it's, it goes on for three days they take over these fields yeah. like about, uh, loads of acres of fields and stuff the farmer they wreck the fields putting this thing up and taking it down but the farmers who actually give them the land to put it on they get like millions in compensation yeah, yeah, yeah. for like you know doing it and stuff so it's, it's, it's well worth it to them to do it but they go and it's amazing because like you get about they get about maybe 300,000 a year going to it right over the course of the, the three days between two and 300,000 going to it nobody and I mean nobody goes to watch the ploughing the ploughing's going on so unless you're in it or you have a family member in it yeah. nobody watches it what they go for is the stalls that are all around it so we'll say Every business locally and every agricultural business and like, you know, you could have every anything related with sport or media and stuff like that. They all have tents made up, pitches set up and stuff like that stuff to advertise there. It's like it's like a big conference essentially, yeah, yeah, big yeah, advertising yeah. conference and stuff. The main reason you went as a young lad was to first of all get a day off of school. If you were a farmer's son, you would look forward to it because you had two days in September that you're guaranteed you're going to get a day off school. The, plough ma- the ploughing championships and the All-Ireland final. That was the two days you want to get <laughs> off, right? Um, particularly if tip won. But, um, so you were there with the national ploughing championships with that. And the main thing, as I said, nobody watches it. They all go, when you're young lads, you go on a bus load up and you go up to get drunk and buy fireworks. Because <laughs> fireworks are illegal in Ireland. So... You go up there and somebody would come over to you, some sketchy fellow come over to you and say, Boy, is he looking for fireworks? As if they were selling heroin. (laughs) (laughs) They don't open the jacket like they would in in Hollywood films. It's like, yeah, lads, search out, search out there. Like, you know, it's like, they just say, literally, follow you around here and they bring you out to a van or some, or, or, (laughs) that sounds fair bad. They bring you out to a van and you buy a load of this stuff and then you go back again. But you go, do you know what you get there most of the time? A shitload of free pens. 
like free everything. pens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember in primary school, these farmers would come back in. I remember sitting beside George Fenley in primary school and he'd have, I swear to God, he'd come back from the ploughing championship after being there for like two or three days and he'd have like fucking 60 pens in the pencil case. And I was like, Jesus, lad, you're rich. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought to myself. Give us one, give us one, give us one. Yeah, they'd be dishing them out. Like, yeah, it's fine, take them. I have like 57 cool. more. Like, that's not how George talks. But then, you know, <laughs> that's what would happen. Like, you know, I was fucking class. I'm going to bring you, that's actually one thing. When we eventually do the tour of Ireland with this, I'm, event- I'm going to bring you to the National Ploughing Championships <laughs> and just to see our face. You I know, really if you am. tell anyone normally that there's a National Ploughing Championships in, um, in Ireland, they're going to think it means something completely different. Riding again. Yeah. 110%. We're going to put a clock timer on this and how long we don't talk about riding. But, <laughs> you know, because I don't think it's that long. But, right, so that's my sure what would you know about it, right? Um, do you have a challenge? me with a challenge. I do, and I'm not too sure if you know about it, but have you ever heard of this new, this new app that's down with the kids called TikTok? Fuck off. No, I'm not doing TikTok. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> No, I need you to do a TikTok, Darren. And not just any TikTok. I'm not creating an account now. Darren, I will record it on mine. I already have three followers, so let me record it on mine. (laughs) Yeah. I want you to do a dance. That's more than probably listening to this anyway. It's a nice dance. Have you ever heard of Cardi B? Cardi B? Is that the drink? Close enough. Oh, that's your one with the fucking, the the massive arse who makes the bird sounds. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's um, There's a new song she released called WAP. Um, WAP. Yeah, I will show you one of the dances and I will record your reaction just so you understand what's going on. But if anyone knows of it now, just go onto TikTok, type in WAP, W-A-P, and uh, watch the dance. I'm going to get Darren to do it. And yeah, I'll I'll, I'll leave you till next week. It's a rather interesting one. I'll show you after this and you can have a look at it. I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing. Oh, it's a bad thing. Anything with me dancing can't be good. Well, yeah. Next week (laughs) it'll be see you singing just to get back. (laughs) Um, what I'm going to do with you for your challenge this week sounds naughty gone <laughs> I am going to make you oh yeah make oh yeah a proper oh god yeah what is it apple tart what is that a challenge for what are you just because hungry? I know you won't be able to do it oh, fuck you are you hungry or something <laughs> what do you want apple no. tart for <laughs> <laughs> That's I want you to fucking do that. Make That's a proper easy. apple tart. Yeah. yeah, it's easy. Relax. I got this. You don't. Got they this. sell them Go from on. the place where we get our food. I'll just make get one from there. No, don't buy it. You personally bake it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll make sure it's frozen so I can bake it. I'm <laughs> then I have, have to do that dance. Oh, I'll, I'll bring Michael in some next time as well. Yeah, that's he cool. gets that's sweets yes. every week. It's fine. Yeah, you take care. He gets his own version of jelly beans. Yeah, yeah. Which, ironically enough, we do need to give them to someone, and we will next week. We'll end up having to give two batches out. Then next week, we can week think after. of somebody off the top of the bat- head to give to one now. Do you want? Do you have anybody know? Um, I gave out two last week. I gave out sorry one last week, and then oh, we you did. Yeah, right. Uh, who's getting mine? Uh, Shane Fitzgerald's getting mine. Oh, that's a nice name. Shane Fitzgerald's a cousin of mine. Oh, I was actually going to cuss him out as soon as I was, I was joking about the name, but then you said he's your cousin. I was like, I can't oh, Jesus, be rude about him. No, no. He's, I'm a lo- so sorry. he's a lovely fella. A boy, Ivan. A boy, Ivan. But um, <laughs> right, so he's getting the jelly beans. Uh, before we go, I'd loot, uh, I need to do a quick shout out as well. Chris Slattery is a friend of mine and he helps us out from time to time on um, uploading these podcasts to Spotify and helped us out over lockdown and stuff and we didn't have our lovely assistant Michael or Alessio or Andrea or anything at our quick disposal and stuff. Chris is a great friend of mine. He's currently doing a charity live stream 
for the Blood Banks of America, I think he's doing it for. He's doing it with a couple of other streamers, um, gaming streamers and stuff like that. So the link to that will be put at the end of the description on this podcast. Please do go on and donate. It's a good cause and Chris is a sound chap. Fair play to him. Right. So I think that's going to be us for the week then, is it? It is indeed. It is indeed. Right. Take care of yourself. Don't pull the mickeys off yourselves for listening to all this sex talk. And we'll talk to you next week. My name's Darren Jenkins. My name's Jack Joha. We'll see you next week. Good bye, luck. Bye, bye, bye.